This is Tea Time with a Medium, a podcast about wellness, healing, and communicating with the afterlife. Brought to you by Angeline Young, broadcasting positive and upbeat insights on life after life. Hello, gentle listeners, and welcome to Tea Time with a Medium. I'm your host, Angeline Young, evidential medium and creator of Connected Guidance, a system for healing after loss. I help career professionals who have lost a beloved mentor or loved one to move forward with their loved one's guidance. If you'd like to book a reading, visit us at angelineyoung.com to receive comfort, closure, and guidance from your loved one in spirit answering a listener's question, can anyone become a medium? So everyone has the potential to develop their mediumistic abilities, but not everyone will or can become a professional working medium. I'll share five reasons why only a handful of mediumship students move on to becoming mediums. Number one, discipline. Everyone has the potential to develop mediumistic abilities. But whether or not you choose to dedicate your time to advancing yourself spiritually is another matter. Mediumship is about spiritual development. It's a life choice that you make to devote yourself to serving spirit and advancing your soul. It's like learning any other skill, only... Those who have the greatest potential or the greatest dedication will reach a high level of competency in mediumship. For example, for example, you could be someone with great natural potential, but you don't develop your abilities. So you would be surpassed by someone with maybe less natural potential who works really, really hard. At the same time, everyone has a level of potential they can reach, which another person may easily surpass. You see, not everyone can become a medium, and only a handful that develop their abilities actually become working professional mediums. It's really hard work, and it can be challenging to accept that effort is involved in becoming a professional working medium. It requires discipline. Number two, surrender. Some people come to mediumship development because they've lost someone and they wish to stay connected all the time. That totally makes sense. Sometimes I've seen this type stay in mediumship development simply because they believe it will keep their loved one near them. There's nothing wrong with that, but you don't need mediumship skills to connect with your loved ones. You don't even need a medium to do it. An evidential medium will bring you evidence to prove that your loved one continues living. Because of the mechanics of mediumship, only evidential mediums can be a medium for you, your loved ones. However, you don't need mediumship skills to connect with your loved ones because they are always around you. You know them better than anybody else. You have an intimate relationship with them so you can, in a very free-flowing way, communicate with them whenever you want, either when you're awake or when you're asleep. An evidential medium just has a different kind of ability to bring you a different kind of communication and that has to do with the mechanics of medium. But guess what? You don't need a medium to connect you with your loved ones. And furthermore, evidential mediumship is not about you. It's about spirit, which brings us to number three. Number three reason why not everyone can become a medium is because mediumship is service. Service to spirit. Developing mediums who decide to become working mediums make a commitment to serve spirit. At least the mediums that I would trust to read for me have made a commitment to 
self-serving spirit. If you choose to develop your mediumship, you're choosing a spiritual path. Of course, not every medium believes this, and personally, I wouldn't myself go to a medium who believes it is just like picking up the phone to talk to your loved one. Yes, it is like picking up the phone, but without the reverence for the healing aspect of mediumship for people on both sides, the energy of the reading is not the same. I've seen mediums who come to mediumship like it's a parlor trick, or they treat it like a form of entertainment. That's just not my approach to mediumship. That brings us to number four, ego. Not everyone can become a medium because the work of moving aside the ego means that you have got to do your personal work in moving through any traumas, challenges, and unresolved emotional blocks. If you don't deal with your own emotional baggage, declutter it, examine it, excavate it, investigate it, let it go, then how do you expect to be a clear channel for spirit and the people that you serve in this world? The ego wants what it wants. Desires of the material realm like money, fame, notoriety, praise, acknowledgement. The ego wants to be right. The ego wants facts details, numbers, names. The ego wants to be in control. But guess what? Mediumship is about surrender. Until you gain the tools to address the needs of your ego, there's not enough room for the spirit self to come in and to guide you. This is not to say that professional mediums have slayed the ego once and for all. We're better than everyone. Absolutely not. But nurturing a strong and healthy sense of self allows you to set the ego aside so that spirit can come close and work with you. I understand the essence of mediumship from an Eastern perspective because that is my upbringing. The Eastern perspective perspective reinforces the practice of emptiness, selflessness, compassion, surrender. In that space, there is no room for the ego to dwell, but for spirit to flourish. Number five, dedication. I know you've seen Tyler Henry and Teresa Caputo and John Edward on television. I know that you see the presentation of their skills as effortless, without pause, without misses. Everything they say is a hit, right? You see that and you expect that from a medium that you go to or you expect that as a result of your development as a medium. This is simply not true. Know that an excellent medium, know that an excellent medium can be anywhere from 75 to near 100% accurate. There will always be information there that might not fit for you, either because you don't understand it in that moment or the medium has interpreted it and relayed it to you in a way that you can't understand in that moment or the medium may simply be off target. This is possible. However, they should not be consistently off target. If they are, there's something not quite right in the energy of the read. It could be you. It could be the medium. It is never spirit. Remember that. So back to dedication. You might think to yourself, well, this medium, Angeline, is talking to me right now, and she's got the ability, and she does it easily, and she's not afraid. She has confidence. How hard can it be? How hard can it be if this person can do it? I see this in developing mediums all the time, this attitude of, oh, how hard can it be? It's just like picking up the phone. Uh, what's the issue here? Everyone has medium mystic abilities, and I just, I can just read. Well, I'll tell you, it's really hard work. 
the truth is mediumship is really easy but to get to the point where it's easy is really hard work work that's never ending mediumship is an extraordinary responsibility think of it this way you can heal or you can ruin a person's life with just a few words it's an ongoing process of dedicated practice to meditate observe the self to develop yourself personally and spiritually, to eat well, to get enough sleep, just to get your body in the right place and your mind in a clear space to work as a professional medium. Maybe you're a medium listening to this, thinking to yourself, boy, this lady's really overdoing it on the self-care stuff. Maybe you're listening to this and thinking, gosh, everyone should be taking care of their mind, body, and soul. My response is this. If you think that the basic program of self-care is overkill, then you're probably not suited to be a professional working medium. In fact, you're probably working on stuff and you find it challenging to look at your own stuff. That's just human. But if you are already mindful in the way you approach your own spiritual being, then you're already doing spirit work. You don't have to be a medium to serve spirit. There are lots of ways to serve. For starters, just being present in the world changes your vibration. It attunes your awareness to the resonance of the universal symphony to which you bring your own unique note. Don't worry about whether or not you're doing it right or how it sounds. There's only one person up to the job of being you. Just be yourself. Just be yourself and blend with the harmony of the universe. There you have it, gentle listeners. Everyone has some potential to develop their mediumistic abilities, but not everyone will become a professional working medium. It takes a blend of discipline, surrender, service, personal work, and dedication. First and foremost, a medium's allegiance is to spirit and serving the spirit world. Next is the person that you are serving, the sitter. Committing to the spirit world is an easy choice, but in practice, it's quite demanding. So be kind to your medium, show up with no expectations, and surrender deeply to the potential of unconditional love that is meant just for you. I hope that was helpful for you. You've been listening to Tea Time with a Medium, brought to you by Angeline Young, broadcasting positive and upbeat insights on life after life. If you'd like to collaborate with us, or if you'd like to hear us cover a topic of interest to you, we'd love to hear from you. Give us a call and leave us a message at 520-789-6248. Whenever you're ready for a spirit connection, visit us at angelineyoung.com. Remember, be yourself, seek the truth, and the path will unfold before you.